0: Nickers. Bernard pulls the trigger. And this is a brand. Nickers is a brand. Alan
1: Houston. Nickers is Once the neck, always a the neck. <laughs> up the three. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Thank you for listening to another edition of Nickish. You We got your boys Mo, Nafi, and Faiz here on this June 6, 2022 edition of the show. We are one game removed from Game 2 of the NBA Finals, and we're here to talk about it. Lots going on in the NBA right now, and the Knicks, too. We got plans to talk about for the Knicks. Uh, Starting out with my man, Nafi. What's going on, man? How you doing?
0: Doing all right, bro. Can't complain. Kind of... Kind of shocked that like Golden State was able to like withstand the rampage from Boston. You know what I mean? Because like the narrative was Boston was just gonna you know what I mean, sweep the series after after they took game one. But you know what I mean? That's what happens. This reactionary shit from the NBA Finals doesn't seem to be you know withstand the test of time. But it is what it is. Anyway, yeah, I'm doing good. How you doing, bro? <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing well, man. Good. Well, well put. Well put, Faiz,
1: How are you feeling right now? What's going on?
2: You know, I feel like every week I come on and be like, you know, I'm hype, I'm doing good. But I feel like this week I'm I'm neutral. My, I, I, a <laughs> lot of, a lot of, a lot of listeners can tell my my mood fluctuates based on how New York sports are going. So like, you know, the Rangers losing in Tampa that wasn't really ideal. But the Yankees haven't lost a game in a while, so I'm feeling I'm feeling neutral. I'm feeling okay. So.
1: Good. Yeah, they that uh, cancels itself out, right? What's the what's the score right now for the Rangers? Like, are they one-one? Uh, the it's, it,
2: it's a two-one series right now. So the Rangers managed to get both both games at home, and Tampa, you know, Tampa is looking good in 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 Game Three. The Rangers kind of fizzled out. So I mean, it's still not. I wouldn't call it a series yet. You know, everyone says it's not a series till uh, an away team wins. So it, it's mm. been pretty evened out so far. So, yep. but the momentum is definitely shifting towards Tampa. You know. You said
0: two one, so two one. Tampa's up, or two one.
2: The Rangers are up. They won the first oh, two games, okay, and Tampa okay, okay. just won their there game. There
0: you go. You know what I mean, much props to James Dolan. You know what I mean, his his his
2: handiwork. Two <laughs> weeks in a row, man. Jimmy you know G gets <laughs> games Dolan. away from the promised
0: land from James Dolan's handiwork. You know what I mean that. If the, if they could match if they can match
2: they can to steal the next game, Rangers are in a pretty good position. You know, the next two games after that being a or is it one one one? Uh. I have
0: no idea. I, you can I wouldn't know. tell me whatever right now. I'll believe you. That, <laughs> I, no, I could no, convince no you that ho- ho- hockey.
2: hockey's played with, like, a bowling ball and, like, a lacrosse stick, and you'd be like, yeah, I didn't know they changed the rules. Like,
0: facts. I mean, if I didn't see it on Mighty Ducks, it's for me. Like, you mean, like it didn't <laughs> <Mighty> happen. <Ducks. laughs> You're
2: right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So, last night, the Warriors – Killed the Celtics. Uh, It was close at the half. And that's when we went on a live stream with Bengalis in New York. Shout out to those guys. Shout out to Cam. It was fun. And, um, you know, he asked for predictions. And two of us had the right answer. One of us, you know, didn't have the right answer because he thought that Boston was somehow going to make it across. But it's all good. It's all good. Ugly business. It happens. No, um, who
0: was that? Like, I literally do not remember. <laughs> like, that might be an error on my part. So I just <laughs> I don't want to claim it. <laughs> no, nah, bro, quick. you you said the Warriors. <laughs> oh, whoo. I swear to God, I didn't remember it. So my bad. i oh, fucking dead. I got I gotta lay off the weed.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, so Nafi, let's start off with you, man. Last night's game. How did the Warriors come up with the W? What what stood out to you?
0: How? I mean, honestly, it was like the story of Game 1 to me was like Boston being able to withstand that trademark Golden State third quarter run. That rampage that always happens in third quarter. And they withstood it, and then they countered in the fourth quarter with an absolute, like, rampage themselves. You know what I mean? But then in this game, too, I feel like the story of this game was the very fact that they didn't have their counter as they did in Game 1. So, like, that third quarter Golden State run came... And then it, it was all she wrote after that, basically. That's my story of the game. If you're asking for insightful analysis beyond that, you asked at the wrong time on the wrong day, brother. So <laughs> let me pass it to Faiz. <laughs> uh,
2: maybe, maybe I could dig in a little bit more. I mean, a, a lot of it has to do with what Draymond said at the end of game one. You know, like Al Horford and Derek White blowing up like, they're going to live with that, you know? They're going to live with that and, and move on to the next game, and that's exactly what they did. Like, I'd say box score-wise from from Golden State, it wasn't much different from the game before. Like, uh, Steph Curry did his thing. The rest of the players were there. But instead of Andrew Wiggins going for 20, we had the pool party, 17 points, not not too bad. You know, some big shots. But uh, it's just kind of, like, it, it's weird to see Al Horford 0 for 0 from 3. That's just like not even attempted at three after the last game, that, that doesn't really make sense. And I think a lot of that has to do with Tatum Tatum finding his, you know, game again, going for six for nine from three. But yeah, you're looking at this and Derek White, Al Horford didn't show up, Marcus Smart only two points. That that just doesn't make sense. So I think from the Golden State side, we didn't see much of much difference in their game. They kinda just stuck to the game plan, but the Celtics, they kind of faltered. They they went they went to they were too obsessed with uh, Jason Tatum, and I feel like they should have shared the wealth a little bit more, let the other guys get involved. Because uh, we know, you know, when you get to these this point of the playoffs, when you get to this, this part, uh, a lot of uh, role players have to get involved to, to really take you over the hurdle. But, you know, if, if you're if you're Boston, you're not too upset. Split the games against uh, Golden State uh, at ho- uh, uh, in a way. So you're going Holy back God, to Boston 1-1. Yeah, you, you'll take exactly. it. It's just about the next two games now. You definitely have to take one of those games, minimum, preferably both. So let, let's see how it goes from here.
1: Yeah, I mean, you said it doesn't make sense, but is that really the case? Al Horford, Derek White did not were not major factors in an NBA Finals game. That shouldn't be a surprise, and that's like you said, that's what Draymond Draymond Green was Shout pointing out. out. Yeah. If you if you show, if you hold down Jason Tatum, make sure everyone else is at least somewhat watched, you're gonna win the game. They dominated the first three quarters of Game One. They lost. They lost the fourth quarter and last night i mean Tatum dropped 28 points but he got that minus 36 though minus 36 in the entire game that's that's the that's the highest plus minus or lowest plus minus that there is from all players combined so Tatum you know from from what from, on one hand looks like he had a pretty good game but defensively he just wasn't there and uh you know shout out to Jordan Poole i mean again halftime we we're talking about maybe under the bright lights, Poole might not have it in in
0: himself to score, it's true, but up until that point, but up, yeah, he yeah. did show out in that second half. That yeah.
1: oof, that second half. By that, the way, that buzzer beater to end the third end the third quarter.
0: Oof, ridiculous. We're you talking. Saw the way Steph looked at him as, mm-hmm. a, as a proud pappy. If I've ever seen one. <laughs> yeah, you exactly. Know what I
2: mean? <laughs> while while we're talking about the plus minuses, Tatum twenty eight minus thirty seven. Last game only twelve points, but plus sixteen, and still comes out with the dub. So I know a plus lot of the times we. You know we say these plus minuses Like you don't want to look at it all together But sometimes they do paint a good picture You know so Facts Tatum
0: need to play like Rondo now Fuck that Fuck all that scoring bullshit Mama mentality My ass You know what I mean I mean either Get a calm six points and 13 assists Boom whether
2: he's scoring or not, you're gonna to have to defend him. You know, as if he's gonna be scoring. So maybe Absolutely. just share the wealth, share the ball. And like, I'm not, I'm not upset that Al Horford wasn't a big factor, but it just doesn't make sense how you go have the shooting that you do and you just don't even attempt a three. Like if he had missed two or three threes and then the, it led to the rest of the night, I, it makes sense. But you, you can't do that and then not even a, try a three. It, it's kind I, of
1: I gotta clear something up here. Who are, which team are you rooting for for these NBA Finals? Just out of curiosity.
0: <laughs> Getting right down to it. <laughs> he, said, be, he said I
1: wasn't upset that Al Horford didn't take a shot. You know what? We got to win one of these next of, two games. Who are you, know you talking about, bro?
2: Good. Lot of ugly. Lot of ugly business. A lot of lot of laying off the weed, man. But I really like Jason Tatum, Yo. man. Yo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> right here.
2: I'm sorry, guys. You guys know you. I don't know. I, I didn't but, hide this for for, everyone. Every, for the past week.
0: <laughs> we got ourselves a nasty little Boston fan here. Some okay, okay. Whoa, whoa, shit. whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I, I will not take it that far. I you will take, not you taking Ringer bad. money right now? Under the table?
2: I just don't want to see Golden State spark that dynasty again, man. I'm, I'm not. I'm a hater. Bro, I'm a saltier
0: dynasty than anything to pop off in Boston. That's my mentality. You know what I mean? Like that, that, that ring they got with Kevin Garnett, more than enough. You know what I mean? I would be more than happy to see them come up short. You know what I mean? Be I feel delighted. like that would make more like Hollywood sense too. Like I feel like in the da- like Jason Tatum biography that he's gonna sell in twenty years from now. It would make sense for like this chapter to be about him like not being able to be going to state. Am I right? You know what I mean? Like this is like 40 chess. That seems like the perfect narrative arc right now. I just cannot believe anybody would root for Boston if you're not from there. This is like 40 chess, but like
2: I just don't want to see Jason Tatum lose here and then go to the Lakers. I'm I'm thinking too far ahead, man. Like. Too many narratives for me going on, and I, I yeah, like. Yeah, could lose man.
0: here and then go to the Knicks, not to make you know. Or make he, could it, just in this. he
2: could just leave
1: Boston. He could just leave Boston, And then I'll root for him. That's not
2: Boston, man. Facts. I don't, I don't blame Never y'all. I don't, I don't blame y'all at all. I just, it's hard for me because I feel like I've said this before. I just feel like with the with the Knicks and Celtics, man, the Knicks have not competed with the Celtics in a long time. Like it's, it's. I just don't feel the same way. Now, Yankees, Red Sox should come up. Story's you know where deep. I'm going. But. Giant, giant, erroneous on all accounts.
0: No, no, no. I'm going to take this from you. Erroneous on all accounts. We definitely. ended that, 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 that KG Celtics chapter. We may have fucked up by wearing black to the wrong game. <laughs> that was embarrassing as shit. We wore black. We're like, yo, we're going to end the Celtics. We lost. Definitely, but we did illuminate from the next idea. game.
2: That was hundred percent J.R. Smith's idea. I don't. I don't. No, I think it was Kmart. That was Kmart. So like, yeah. That what? was Kmart. If Kmart and
0: tells me to do something, I'm gonna just say yes, sir. You From <laughs> the OG, like uh. that? <laughs> But um, no, I'm just just wanted to butt in with that. We did end the the Celtics' reign for a hot second. You know what I mean? We haven't been able to do anything with the the Jason Tatum. You know, that's actually not true.
1: We we had that game opener. We beat him, double OT. We had that R.J. Barrett buzzer beater.
0: What, you're right, you're right, you're right. You're like right, right
1: we you're right, had their you're number right. this past season.
0: So, so basically what you're saying is... is last like,
2: season too, actually. We we cooked them last season.
0: Well, boom, there you go. So if Boston wins this series, really we won the series here. We're actually the NBA champions. I respect y'all opinions, and you know what? I will abide by it. So, so game three, Boston right. versus
1: Golden State, which player absolutely needs to step up? By starting with player. you.
2: Again, I'm gonna go with the answer we went with last week. I think it's Jalen Brown because we saw a lot in in the in game one in the fourth quarter. Jason Tatum was was you know passing and stuff, but Jalen Brown was pivotal with some timely assists, with some timely threes. I feel like he's a big big factor because they're gonna be all up on Jason Tatum. Pause, and you know you you gotta <laughs> Jalen Brown's gotta open up the game. He's gotta do everything else. So.
0: They're going to sexually harass Jason Tatum. That's the (laughs) storyline of the game that's coming up. That's what I heard. That's what I'm going to go with. Okay. I I last (laughs) night. Last
1: night, we did see who ended up guarding him for a lot of that matchup. And it was Draymond. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, Draymond matched up to Jalen Brown. And I think, you know, when you look at the numbers, it it makes sense. For me, I think I got to see Klay Thompson step up. And I know for a couple episodes back when we when we talked about X factor for the series I mentioned Clay Thompson. He he went 1 for 8 from the three last night. You know, his his def, his defense is is up there, but we, we need to see more of just at least 50% of Clay. There's no way in his no way in hell I ever thought that Clay Thompson would be going 1 for 8 in an NBA finals game, only going for 11 points and and you know, for yeah. the three point shots that he was taking, a lot of it looked like it was unnecessary. It it was forced, and some of it did look like the old Clay Thompson, and it looked like he was starting to get the right footing there. So they weren't necessarily bad shots, but at the same time, if he if those shots if those shots aren't falling, then he needs to find more ways to score and contribute, because they're gonna absolutely need him for Game Three.
0: Facts. Let me ask y'all this: How do y'all feel about like Steve Kerr keeping him in the game when they were like down thirty? It was the middle of the fourth quarter, straight up garbage time. Like, low key, I felt like it was. I, I get it. He wanted Clay to like get that opportunity, kind of get his shots up, get warm. But like, feel the confidence. You know what I mean. But like, also, it's just like, what does that say about Clay at this point? Should we even like? Uh, it almost feels like to me, like as somebody that picked on say to win the series, it almost feels like a long shot for Clay to be able to contribute at the level we'd expect him to. Because if his coach is just like, yo, we're down thirty right now, you might literally tear your ACL again in these minutes. But I'm gonna actually put you out on the court right now because I need you to heat the fuck up. I think that says a lot about the level of alarm that, like, Steve Kerr and Goldstein might have. But I might be looking too much into it. But, like, I want to get y'all to take. What y'all think about that? And just, like, I mean, I know, Mo, you just said, like, you're expecting Clay to step up. But, like, it's one thing to expect it or, like, hope for it. But, like, do you think it will happen? No. It's – I mean? Maybe – you know what I mean? Yeah. Go ahead. It's, yeah.
1: it's definitely, to an extent, alarming. I think it's more alarming that he went one for five in that period. He played. Yeah. He played more than half the quarter, and he against garbage in garbage minutes against the bench With of no the Celtics. Consequence, you know I mean? No They're consequence. No consequence. Like, exactly. And he's still not getting buckets. You know what I mean? That's that is alarming. I like to think that it Steve say, Kerr's bro. style of coaching is getting his main guys going, and if he sees a guy not going, he's going to try to you know work his you know try to get him to work it out himself on the court. But Clay's not working it out on the court, so that to me is more alarming. And you know, that's why I'm saying I, I, he needs to step up in game three.
2: Yeah, game I mean, it's, it's 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 definitely worrisome. Like, I'm not going to sit and pretend like it's not it's not shitty to see this guy who's definitely, like, one of the top five shooters, not if not maybe even top three, top two shooters of all time, you know, going through these struggles after missing two years on the court, literally getting injured in an NBA Finals, being so frustrated, but... Man, last series, game six, Clay came out. So it's hard for me to also bet against this guy because at any minute, like, we've seen Clay have, like, a six dribble, seven dribble game, go for, like, 50, 60 points. Like, this guy can get hot. So I, I respect, I really respect Steve Kerr for still putting Clay through it and trying to get his guys going. But it, it is definitely frustrating for Clay and for all Golden State fans. But, you know, the, the type of player he is, the type of, like, um, like, championship repertoire these guys have, like, it's just hard to bet against them, you know? Like, I'm sure Clay's going to have a, a meaningful game, and that that's going to be the series for them. It's going to be a championship for them. So, I, I get where Steve Kerr's coming from, and that's what you play for, you know? Like, yeah, he could tear his ACL or something, but it's the NBA Finals. Like, I, it sounds, like, emotionless, but, like, he, you know, that's what KD played through in the Raptors series. That's what Clay played through in the Raptors series. If not here, then when, you know? So... I get you, but it's
0: also like, goddamn, like, they're it, down like 30. You know it's I mean? it's it's hard to watch Clay it's in this like situation. Clay out there was like, I don't even know who that 30 stringers are. Fucking Damian Lee, whoever the fuck was out there at that point. It's and hard it to watch. It wasn't anybody important. It was just like, everybody that didn't matter and Clay, I'm just like, damn, Steve Kerr needs you this desperately. desperately. He's like, go, please, <laughs> go out there and hit some shots against these grubs. Please, Clay, I need you. He couldn't even do that, bro. One for five against the Scrubs. Why did you have to tell me that, Mo? <laughs> he <laughs> messed up. Like yo, he
1: messed up with like Nick Stauskas and Luke Cornett. You Sean know Luke what I mean? Cornett. Motherfuckers that'll be bagging groceries <laughs> <this Nestle>. fall. <laughs> 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 at a Walmart
0: near you. Clay's over there shooting one for five. I could do that against <laughs> Nick Stauskas. <laughs> the fuck out of here, bro.
2: Ugly business. <laughs>
0: Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm rooting for Golden State over here too, but like, damn. I mean, on the Bengals in New York thing, I was calling. I might have went overboard by saying Golden State was looking like uh, dusty and musty, aka old. But god damn bro. I, I mean, outside
2: know. of outside of Steph, they kind of have been Low-key, looking a yeah, little. Yeah. But you know, Steph has been really making this case for the Finals MVP, like two, two games in a row. And I, like, you know, as much as we all love Steph, his his Finals record is not. It's not, like, not the record of winning, but like his performances in the finals aren't anything to be really that impressed with. He, he's through the other playoff series, he's been much better.
1: I don't know about that. I think he's averaging like 27 points per game in the NBA finals. That's why it's yeah. so baffling I know. that he hasn't won an NBA right. finals MVP.
0: But Steph
2: Curry's in this echelon of players with LeBron and like these the top, top players. And he Man, is getting
0: it ain't his fault that the voters are racist. You know what I mean? They just got a pro- problem against a light-skinned brother. I can relate. It's okay. <laughs> the I mean, reverse. I, I, I dig you. I, I dig the, 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 the struggle he's going
2: through. The Iggy finals MVP for holding LeBron to 32 points a game is ugly, you ugly business. I mean? like, it's w- ugly we, business.
0: We see it. You know what I mean? Iguodala, like, yo, props for him, like, being able to, like, like it takes a lot to have another man average thirty points per game on you. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> props to his self esteem. So, like, I guess he deserves that much. Well, like, he didn't deserve a Finals MVP back then. So,
2: yeah, I and even like- even the KD KD Finals MVPs. Like, a lot of KD's success is attributed to Steph being triple team, double team, yeah, yeah, like even constantly. Draymond said that so- you know, and I know Draymond's,
0: like it's. It's kind of his shtick right now. He's supposed to big up Steph because they're fully right, right. teammates right now. But at the same time, what he said today wasn't a lie. He was like, yo, even when we had KD, our offense all started with Steph. That was a fact back then, too. I think somebody, I don't know what tweeter it was or Twitter it was, they were just like, Steph was double-teamed more in the finals mm-hmm. than, like, KD ever was or whatever, some shit like that. You know what I mean? So, like, it's for a reason. This whole offense, this whole dynasty was built off of Steph. So, 100%. to your point, like... That's why I'm so concerned about fucking Clay, bro. Like because steph Step's like, been
2: showing up. steph has been doing everything he's been asked he, for and exactly. more to be he's honest. Busting
1: his ass. Yeah. He's a clear-cut best player on the court, easily. Yes. So if yes. they were to win, I think if, I think in, you know, that with the narrative and, and obviously No, he's the if court, they win, he's, he's going yeah. to get it. Yeah. So, he's going to get it. So, you know, we we've seen the the coaching style Steve Kerr want to pivot over to another coach uh of the Jazz. When Quinn Snyder decided yeah. to step down and for some reason, a lot of people are talking about the Knicks. I feel like the Knicks' name is being mentioned more than the Jazz. And honestly, if you were to look that shit up, I'm probably sure that I'm pretty sure that's the case. Um, Nafi, why is it that the Knicks are being mentioned so much, even though it's the Utah Jazz coach that is stepping down?
0: Why? I mean, that's, that's, that's for our listeners analyze, who might not be aware. That's me. That's asking to analyze the psyche of like a whole multitude of just some dumbass people. But the main reason is. From what I can tell, like, and this is a valid concern, you know what I mean, is the fact that, like, Utah has a coaching opening and Johnny O'Brien is down Road Mitchell and he used to coach at Utah. But a lot of people, for some reason, seem to think that, like, this could spell some kind of bad news for the Knicks. But I don't know. I feel like wh- I s- what was interesting to me was seeing Utah writers and bloggers, one of them, m- one of the more prominent names was saying <laughs> that, like, there's nothing surprising about this like it's been expected that Quinn Snyder would be out you know what I mean so I just feel like it's funny that the Knicks would come up at this point but that's not what you asked me but basically to our listeners that's basically why the Knicks are being dragged in and this Johnny Bryan seems to be the main candidate or the prime candidate to take that rollover I don't know if that's what you're asking though were you hitting at something else or no it's
1: associate head coach Johnny, Johnny Bryan, who a lot of us Knicks fans want to eventually replace Tom Thibodeau is gonna is the guy who you know has the best chance of taking over, and uh, you know a player that the Knicks fan base really want is Donovan Mitchell to come to the Knicks, and you know Johnny Bryan was really one guy who could help us actually get Mitchell to request a trade to come to the Knicks. But if he goes over and coaches in Utah, then you know that's that's one of Donovan Mitchell's favorite coaches from what we hear, and uh, it gives him more reason to stay.
0: So that's. I mean, Johnny Bryan could go there. You know what I mean? Nelson Mandela could come out of his grave and go to Utah. It won't change the fact that it's still Utah and it's still Salt Lake City. And Don Rovitch was a black man playing there. That's that's all. That's all I'm saying. You know what I mean? <laughs> the, the, <laughs> None of that changes the fact that it's still Utah. You know what I mean?
2: The thing is, with the Knicks and Jazz, like, a lot of it definitely does have to do with what Nafi said, with, like, people are just going to be bringing up shit with the Knicks. Like, Stephen A. Smith bringing up Phil Jackson in the middle of all this. Like, a lot of it's obviously nonsense, but I will mention, the Knicks and the Jazz are a little bit intertwined here, where we stole Walt Perrin from them, you know, one of their head scouts who was the one who drafted donovan mitchell and whatnot and he's been doing a phenomenal job for us here johnny bryant we poached him as well from them uh up- upgrading him from an assistant coach to the associate head coach which is a bigger title he's basically the second guy after tibbs on on our on our uh, coaching staff the only reason i'm a little bit worried is because we saw a lot of reports through the season of how tibbs unlike other coaches he he does the offense he does the defense he does everything so a lot of the stuff johnny bryant's doing is just working with players like rj like other coaches are just working with the wings working with the bigs working with what whatnot so there's two paths that this can take either donovan mitchell is so frustrated with the jazz in their situation quinn snyder leaving oh a, a, a guy he loved and he can either request a trade to the knicks an example there Or it could be the opposite, where Donovan Mitchell is the loudest voice in the room now. He's clearly the person that they're hoping to keep happy, and Johnny Bryant gets poached and goes back to the Jazz. So that's why the Knicks are being mentioned a lot here. But other teams are also being mentioned, Miami being a huge one, Atlanta being a huge one. We've talked about this before. So the Donovan Mitchell sweepstakes is in full effect right now. I just think it's really funny, though, that the Lakers lost their coach, and they were fiending for quinn snyder and it didn't look like he was gonna leave and <laughs> now quinn snyder you know what i'm trying to say <laughs> like would y'all think about
0: them having a press conference for him stepping down i can't i don't know i i just can't recall the not a lot time. of like, stuff
2: happened in utah bro I mean, like, <laughs> not, they, not a lot they of had stuff a whole happened press in conference
0: there. and like took questions and like the coach was there and i'm like i've seen this for a coach being introduced i've seen this for a coach retiring but a coach literally stepping down and he's still like in prime coaching years i don't know i've never seen that before so.
2: well since the john stockton era this is the second most winning basketball that the uh, jazz have ever seen so i Good guess point. they're i feel like a lot of them are just mourning you know they're, they're kind of upset right now so uh, it's 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 a sticky situation what else
1: they man. got going on over there there's if no not, other sports team. if not Racism. if not nothing i mean mormonism <laughs>
0: Mitt Romney. Oh my God! <laughs> no,
2: we don't have any listeners uh, in Utah, going. so I'm not worried.
0: <laughs> I keep
2: <laughs> too, too many brown people on this pod for them to be Car- listening. Car Malone and
0: statutory statutory rape. That all right. Um. All right, yep. Yeah, well. <laughs> Y'all
2: can Google that. John, John Stockton and the anti-vax. There's a lot of stuff going There's on. A here. Whole,
0: like, <laughs> yo, don't even get me started on John Stockton. Fuck pronouncing his name.
1: all right uh as far as Knicks coaches go uh this is a little bit old news it hasn't even been a week yet but it feels like it's been a lot longer uh the Knicks front office hired a new assistant coach uh Rick Brunson who happens to be the father of Jalen Brunson uh point guard on the Dallas Mavericks who uh performed really well in the playoffs and was a target or who we believe was a target of the Knicks, and. You know, a lot of people think that this could be a a move from Leon Rose to try to get uh, Jalen Brunson to come to the Knicks or, uh, you know, in free agency. But Jalen's going to come with a big price tag. So how we feel about Rick Brunson joining the Knicks staff? I start off with you
2: again. Like we talked about this before with like a, a few of the guys this front office has hired. And I feel like I'm I'm. I'm ruined for anyone that they hire. I feel like they've had a good track record so far. And we've already seen them lose a few of their assistant coaches. Uh, Mike Woodson to the Indiana program, I want to say. And then um, Kenny Payne also went away. So now like we, we have to like restock, replenish our uh, assistant coaches. So uh, aside from the Jalen Brunson stuff, Rick Brunson has a really good relationship with both Tom Thibodeau and um, Leon Rose. So... Like I want to dig deeper into it, you know, with the with the Jalen Brunson stuff, but a lot of this could just be a, a hire for our front office, you know, because they have a good relationship with the guy. So I wouldn't look into it too much. I remember when Lakers fans, when the Lakers got like Costas onto they were like, "Yeah, Giannis is on the way too." So I wouldn't really like look into it too much. But again, when there's smoke, there's usually fire. So let's see how it goes.
1: Jade and Ivy. <laughs> Jaden Ivey, 2018 or 19, the Knicks got Royal him. Royal
2: Ivy, brother. Royal it's RV Royal not Jaden Ivy. Ivy. My bad. Yeah, bad. Jaden Ivy has, has been on our practice. mind
0: all week, if you guys couldn't tell. <laughs> yeah, but, like, my initial reaction, and Mo was about to steal it, but he mispronounced it. <laughs> I was waiting for it. That's why I said the name. I said you. I it wrong. see the Grand Theft Auto that was about to try to <laughs> – the attempt at Grand Theft Auto that was about to I was throwing up the lob. I was throwing up the lob. No, no, no. You was throwing up the lob get out of here you gotta get, be quicker with
2: get, it. Get out of here. it it was like it was like he was shooting the shot but it ended up becoming a lob and not be made. i'm to go step
0: up for my free throw and then i'm like wait a minute why the fuck is my teammate going trying to shoot the free throw right now get get out of here mo <laughs> <laughs> um this is my initial reaction was like when we hired royal ivy and then like everybody at that time was like their antennas went off the red alert sign went off like yo royal ivy was tight with kevin durant like Kevin Durant said, man, nice things about Royal Ivy. Royal Ivy has a close relationship with Kevin Durant. That didn't result in anything productive for the Knicks at that time. Uh, aside from Royal Ivy, like, beefing up his resume. So, like, this is my reaction to the to uh, the Rick Brunson hire. I just hope this isn't that situation. So I'm not even going to look into it because I think I had seen um, – I, I want to credit it properly, but fuck it, it's out there. Like, um – Rick Brunson had actually worked with Tibbs before both in Chicago and Minnesota Mm – so close relationship with Leon Rose. As exactly. Well. So like, his name could be Rick Smith, not even Rick Brunson. And like, this would be this, this news would, would even be a headline. You, a
2: usually these types of hires are very minimal in decisions for players and whatnot. Exactly. Like,
0: and you know what? Like this is the type of hire that would get announced at this point in time in the summer too, before per exa- yeah. actual news, like, Oh, the Knicks hired a random assistant. It just so happens that this random assistant happens to be related to a free agent Target, which I guess is a headline, but we're not talking about anything that we haven't already discussed. We know we're interested in Jalen Brunson. Jalen Brunson seems to be interested in the Knicks. Us hiring his dad literally does not affect it either way. If anything... Uh if yeah, do had, I wanna fact, go play with my dad? Like, <laughs> like. And <laughs> yeah, at right. the end of the day, like we already said, like, to that point, it could be it could be like an Austin rivers Doc River situation, you know what I mean? Like he could like it could be an awkward situation as far as parent yeah. father, but also like We already refer to Leon and West as, like, some mafioso shit, you know what I mean? So they just added somebody from the family, you know what I mean? Keep the family close. Exactly. So, you know what? Jalen will be a perfect fit. If not, I'm good with IQ as a starting point guard. So as far as the Knicks concerned, I just feel like this is not even a blip on the radar as far as news, you know what I mean? Like, as Faiz put it as well, basically.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he does come with some uh, controversy from... My quick reading of him from back in uh, Minnesota—I don't know if you guys caught it—but he yeah. was involved with some some drama over there.
0: Was it like sexual assault? I, I think, think so. I think, like,
1: oh, so. I think so. I think so. That so that's that's what I mean. Like that Rick Brunson—I don't know that's anything else about him apart from the fact that he did some assistant coaching and he's Jalen's dad. That's all I know about him. And this and this exactly this drama that's, frustrating. that's now coming to New York. So. Obviously, we wouldn't want a guy like that on the team, but now that he's already here, God forbid, anything else like that pops up. Yeah, if it comes up in New cynic- York, everybody's going to be talking about it. This is it.
0: the cynical part of me speaking. I just said, like, before, if his name wasn't Rick Brunson, we wouldn't care about this news because it's a random assistant being added to the staff, right? But the very fact that his name is Rick Brunson is why they could get away with hiring a dude with a sexual assault charge on his resume. You know what I mean? That's the dark part of all this shit. We wouldn't like you know what I mean. Like I don't. Feel, I feel like if his name was anything else, they wouldn't hire him. Cause why would you hire an assistant coach with that on his record? If he's didn't not have even that, that good, is he? Career? Like
1: I, I know nothing about. The, maybe he's great. his history is not. But like exactly. exactly, like why even bother going for a guy like this if it's not Cause cause to like
0: he to Jalen? Now yeah, I'm looking at this negatively. I mean, I mean, fuck this shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, right? no, like, that, that, that's frustrating. You know, to that, that's 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 that's. That's a dirty pool, bro. Mm. That's some. That's a dirty that's so look. Mm-hmm. It's a bad look. Yeah. Damn. Why you gotta kill the vibe? Nah. Honestly, the best policy. All I'm glad I know on the about table. that. Yeah, all guards gonna say what needs to be out there. Just nah, so. Yeah. Nah. Low key, I can legitimately say, like, on some serious shit, this might be the first, like, legit, like, black mark on Leon's record. You know what I mean? Like, there's no reason to. Aside from literally him being, like, somebody you fuck with. Aside from nepotism, basically, there's no reason to hire a dude with that on his record. Exactly. But, yeah, I don't know. I guess some could say my policy is harsh on that, but I don't know. All right.
1: Nah, I'm
2: with you. I'm with you.
1: Um, the Warriors play the Celtics game three. That is, I believe, tomorrow or is it the day after?
2: Let me I just check it might be Thursday? I might be wrong.
0: Next week, I don't know. So
2: nah, they, they've been I'm they've been putting that. a lot of space between the games. It's it's Wednesday.
0: It's ridiculous.
1: Wednesday. All right. So that's in that's two days. Second. So, uh, they're they're back in Boston. Um, predictions for Game Three. Fize, what are you what are you going with?
2: I think the Warriors take it. I, I think the Warriors—they're feeling confident with, feel with how they've been going. Don't feel peer nah, nah, pressure. Nah, 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 I nah, know they're nah. playing Boston. Uh, this nah, season. the way I, the way I'm seeing it is like I think I think the Warriors take the next game, and I think the Celtics take the game after. I feel like it's like a like a little sandwich situation, but I've been wrong before multiple times. So, but I feel like the Warriors have have a good groove going on. Jordan Pool uh, getting it going under the bright lights and whatnot. So Steph Curry is also. Been, been on fire. Draymond, maybe the stat sheet doesn't show it, but he's been pivotal in these games, so I feel like they're getting their recipe for, for a win going on, and I think they're going to surprise Boston at home. Nafi?
0: I'm going to have to agree, just because fuck Boston. <laughs> <all>. Fuck Boston! <laughs> <laughs> Love that club. Um, and two, I just feel like the Warriors know the gravity of the situation they're in right now because if they go into Boston and they just kind of give in to the narrative that, like, Boston owns them and they took care of their business because really all Boston had to do was take one game while they were in, in, you know, Golden State. You know what I mean? And they did that. They're going back home with a 1-1 split. So they did exactly as they should, and all they have to do is defend home court. And I feel like Golden State is where all that, and at a basketball level, I feel like I just don't think, like, I was just talking about in the last segment that, like, it's it's alarming to me that Clay had to be out there in those, like, waning moments, garbage time minutes to, like, desperately, like, heat up because Steve Kerr was that, like, desperate to have Clay heat up. But, like, I th- feel like he's due, you know what I mean? Like, at, at a mathematical level, it's almost like I expect the regression. I feel like those shots that he couldn't hit for shit in the last two games, I feel like they're going to fall for him. Or at least they, I feel like, they need for him to, like, get those shots. So, I think Golden State will win this game at Boston, and it will be on the back of Clay doing what he needs to do because I feel like Steph's been delivering. And, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, Draymond does Draymond things, but that's my take. What do you think, Ma?
1: Honestly, you know, fuck Boston all day, but I think they might get this one because I think this is, in this entire playoffs, every team that they face, I don't think Boston's ever lost two games in a row and they they're very good at coming back from losses and stepping up. They're a scrappy team top to bottom. They know what they're doing. They're going to be they're going to have that home court advantage. They're going to want to get that that revenge on the Warriors and again, they don't they haven't lost he, two in a row.
2: Eme's adjustments have been pretty good mm-hmm. so far, so
1: it's gonna be a close match. You know match-up. what's
2: funny? I I feel like with 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 the pods, this has been happening. Like two of us have been taking one side, and the the last person's just like, maybe Mo got forced into that, huh? How about that narrative? Boom, Boom.
0: peer pressure. You want to talk about it? Boom. Damn. Stay away Bye, from drugs, bro? kids. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what? Don't fall into peer pressure. <laughs>
0: To all right. Walk into a Derek commercial. I think. Why? <laughs> I
1: think we're gonna wrap up this episode of Nickish. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Make sure you check out our apparel on nick dot Uh, hoodies and hats. We got more coming along the way, very, very soon. Uh, we uh, tease a picture of the shorts, so you know that's coming up. And so you make sure you look out for that. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Nickish Show. Subscribe to our podcast on all podcasting platforms. And uh, make sure you look out. This week for a new piece by Omar. Shout out, Omar, uh, for with, with the new article. So check that out. Until next time, yes, take care. Check,
0: ki- out, check out Otori on the site, too. Uh, I highly recommend the piece where uh, he recounted where he was, The Faithful Night, Mellow at 62 points. It a, it's a hell of a read You know what I mean So if, you, if you're a Knicks fan You're definitely fond of that memory And you'll be fond of why Omar's uh, Had an interesting night That night
2: <laughs> Stay mellow my friends Take care Indeed. Peace Peace Peace